Wow, do we have something to tech about, where every episode focuses on ways students create digital evidence of active learning. As a Google for Education district, students and educators alike have free, unlimited access to apps that support creativity, collaboration, communication, and critical thinking, all elements of 21st century active learning. We are Google for Education certified trainers, Drew and Angie with Something Something to to Tech About. Welcome to another episode of Something to Tech About. Drew and I are really excited today about this episode because we've put together a panel of Google for Education certified educators, trainers, innovators, and coaches, as well as the Google for Education program manager for trainers. We're planning today to discuss certifications, the benefits of that, and just to have a really nice conversation with all of these powerful ladies making their way in education today. Drew? Uh, We hope today's episode will excite and inspire you to perhaps pursue Google for Education certifications. And we've got a lot to talk about. So we're going to jump right in and get the conversation started. I'm going to do a brief introduction to our guests today. We have Dana Gibbs, who is a Google Certified Educator Level 2. Jessica Horton, who is a Google Certified Coach. We have Holly Sisk is our innovator, and May Ju is the Google for Education Program Manager of Trainers and the GEG programs, which is the Google Educator Groups programs. Joining us um, this afternoon, and Angie and I are going to represent the trainers um, on this panel. So, May, we're going to start with you. And if you would just give us some background information about yourself and then maybe talk on um, Google for Education's vision or mission for the trainer certifications or all of them, if you want to speak on that. And then maybe something that uh, we can anticipate uh, coming in the future. (laughs) What are you going to throw at us next? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) For sure. I mean, thank you so much for having me on. Uh, This is the second podcast I've ever been on. So I have been asked before to go on podcasts, but either the timing doesn't work out or like, I'm just nervous to go on. So but you know, I really wanted to talk with you, Drew and Angie. So I appreciate um, you inviting me here. So yeah, like, like you both said, um, I work for Google for Education, and I run our trainer program and our GEG program specifically, um, focusing on the U.S. too. Um, some background, I think Google for Education, not to sound cheesy, but uh, when I joined Google, <laughs> I actually didn't go into Google for Education. I was in finance. So I graduated from Berkeley with a finance background. I minored in education. And so when I came out of college, um, I actually worked at Intel doing finance. Um, but then I pivoted because I just thought it was so boring. So I went into teaching and I actually taught high school math for a few years before. That's never boring. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, gosh. I can, I have so many stories I can share with you guys about later on. Oh, it's it was intense. But obviously, like all the teachers would say, it's the most rewarding time of my life. Um, my The reason why I switched out, main reason, uh, well, like one of the reasons was I, so I live in California here in the Bay Area. And I think just you know, living in the Bay Area with the rent that's extremely high with my parents who just retired, it was unsustainable to work at a teaching job making like 40,000 a year. 
So yeah, it luckily I had a my finance degree that I could uh, found a job at Google for Education doing analytics stuff. So I was actually in uh, a team called Compensation Team, which is when Googlers joined Google. Well, when Newglers, I don't know if you guys have heard the term Newglers. No. Newglers, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when Newglers joined Google, I was the person that decided how much they get paid. Obviously, it's not just like in my head, but like there's a you know a structure that we follow. But yeah, it was a very exciting but intense job. I'm sure you can imagine when like the VP of Android wants to hire someone at this pay, but we can only offer this, like that kind of crazy madness. But yeah, so I've always been interested in Google for education. Um, I found two years, two and a half years into Google, I found a job opening for the team and just really lucky. It was the right time when I was looking and I've been on the team now for almost three years. Um, I was doing a different project, which I won't go into now, but um, since about a year and a half ago, I took over the trainer program as well as our GEG program. Um, I think, you know, initially, so I actually took over the trainer program uh, when I came back from maternity leave. And I was a little bit annoyed, I guess, that I had to be given a different job than before I left. Um, uh-huh. But it turned out, and I, I can't even tell you, it turned out to be the best job. And I still, I, I know Drew and Angie, you guys are on our trainer forums and stuff. So I don't know if you've seen announcements from me, but I always say oh, yes. that this is this is truly my dream job, like working with educators like you all. Um, and I see Holly, Jessica, Dana. I feel like I recognize your names. I don't know if you guys are trainers or just, you know, just, yeah, Holly. Um, it's just, it's crazy. And it's, I, I feel like as my day job, I get to connect with educators like yourselves. That blows my mind that like, I get to do what I want to do as a hobby, but like I get paid doing it. So <laughs> to summarize that, I just, I, you know, it, I really, really care about our trainers. I love our program. Um, I think, you know, I'll jump right to the sneak peek real quick because I'm excited about it. That um, (laughs) I think going into the new year for 2021, I really want to set you guys up for success as best as I can. And so a lot of trainers have been connecting me with ed tech companies and ed tech tools. And I know, and I don't know if you guys know, because I know there's a lot of information coming out, but we have benefits with StreamYard, with WeVideo, yes. with Pear Deck, right? And so I'm building on that more. Um, and some companies who have already talked to me, like Cami, um, there's like oh, five good. other ones. Yeah, I can't think <laughs> of it. At my, it you know, at the top of my head, but they are so excited and not because they want to work with Google. I mean, I'm sure in part because they want to work with Google, but really because of you trainers, like they've seen what you guys do on the daily. They've seen, you know, what's going on on social media and how you guys really drive and scale out to other educators. And so I think that's the most exciting thing that I'm working on now is to really compile a list of, I would say like seven, eight different companies where, they want to give you guys free membership and free tools so that you guys can um, use it to then spread the word for them, but benefits you guys, you know, cause you guys get free product stuff. So, <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I just rambled a bunch. I don't know if you have specific no, that's questions. Okay. For me, but <laughs> that's okay. I think, I think it's fun to talk about the, you know, the side, the little side perks for being a, a Google trainer and innovator and such, because mm-hmm. we do work really hard kind of for free so it is nice to have um, premium versions of certain pieces of software that we can use with kids and with educators and get other people excited about ways to integrate technology and education. So I'm 
I'm delighted that there'll be more benefits coming. My problem, well, we're not talking here to talk about me, but <laughs> <laughs> my problem, I'll just finish my sentence. Zach will love that part. Um, is that it's difficult for a trainer who's also a classroom teacher to get in the enough hours of training of adults. It's it's difficult. I'm worried I won't be able to recertify because of some of the um, the stipulations put on what types of training count toward recertification. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm, as a classroom teacher now, I'm back in the classroom after a long time out, and it used to be no no problem to be recertified because it's kind of what I did. I trained adults, and now that I'm teaching students, children, students again, <laughs> um, I'm not finding the time to get out there and train adults. So I'm hoping that if I can put a plug in to maybe count for some um, classroom experience time with students as part of the recertification, but that might yeah. not be part of it. Yeah, I mean, thanks for bringing that up. I think uh, uh, many other trainers share your same concern. Um, when I took over, this was kind of like every year you have to recertify, you have to log your 12 trainings, and here's the, you know, what you need for the 12 trainings. Um, this year, we, I don't know if you guys saw, but we're not doing recertification because of how hectic, you know, your lives are. And I just didn't want to put more stress. And so I'm going to, yeah, I, next year, I think we, we do want to continue to do some sort of recertification just so you, everyone's updated on the product and news and what's going on. But yeah, I hear you. And I think, you know, I, as the program manager, I can make changes to the program as I want. And this is definitely something I'm thinking about too. I figured, so. Well, I have the, well, I have the chief on the phone and now what it really does is highlight the fact that I don't read all of the emails sent to me. <laughs> Angie is famous for that, May, and everybody else. <laughs> Sorry. So I'm shaking my head as you put that out there and Angie's like I'm like Angie you didn't read the email did you <laughs> no worries no problem at all that it's all thing gets in the way <laughs> Looking for professional development? Drew and Angie are available. We provide a resource-loaded PD event and would love to visit. Visit our website for more information at somethingtotechabout.com. So, um, May, and I know you're going to have to be leaving soon. Can you can you touch on um, maybe why or maybe um, words of encouragement for some that, you know, have already maybe done educator level one and two and are kind of holding back on the going for the trainer. Some, some words of encouragement um, as to maybe why they should go for trainer. Yeah. I mean, that's such a good question. And I think um, the biggest thing that I see from people that stops them from applying is that they're nervous about taking that step because they are then reviewed by people and it's, you know, nobody likes being rejected and it's scared to just take that risk. Um, I do have to say our process is pretty rigorous. So um, less yeah. than, I don't know if I can give a percentage here, but not a lot of people who apply each month get in. But, you know, people do apply multiple times and they improve their application and they do um, get in if that is what they do at their trainer, you know. So I think, you know, don't let that deter you. I think once you're in all the benefits that you receive, it's so worth it. You get to connect with others. 
Um, in addition to what I just talked about, I think we are having a lot more benefits from Google. So I'm going to make sure you guys get early access to product releases, um, announcements that's coming, you know, involve you guys more, get you that free training that we had this year, but more once a quarter throughout the next year. So there's all these benefits that I think it's worth the time to try. And there is no limit to how many times you can apply. And we provide really detailed feedback if you don't get in on like, oh, maybe this is why, or you know, maybe you just need to work on this component a little bit more and focus on this and then you get in. So yeah, I don't wanna say it's an easy process because it's not, um, but I think it's worth it. And things sometimes when it's tough and you go for it and you get in, I think that reward, that feeling is so great. Um, and then just a, just a side note is that a lot of people that I see that are awesome applicants, they actually just miss a direction here or there. Like they don't make their resources public. You know, they their videos that they share for the application is not viewable by people. And unfortunately, if we can't read those, then, you know, so just make sure for the little details. Yeah, definitely. Read all the directions carefully. But I and think that I'd like to encourage people to apply is there's you're, you learn so much through the process. You learn a lot of technology, but you also learn a lot about yourself. There's time management because like you said, it is a rigorous process. So you do have to take the time, make the time and put it on the calendar and make sure you do it. Um, but it, the whole process, I think of the trainer piece is very rewarding. So I'll just echo yeah. that with you. Since since I know you guys are the ones asking me questions, but since I also have you, I'm just curious to hear from all of you and including Holly too, just what is like something you like about the trainer program that I can just, you know, be happy and take back as I leave this meeting. <laughs> uh, well, um, May from, I think I became a trainer in 2017 and wasn't really, I mean, I did my, you know, my requirements along the way, but there was really not a lot of communication back and forth um, within the trainer groups and so forth. But since you have taken um, that position, since you have become the program manager, just the the lines of communication, that is, and and how every, all the other educators, all the trainers are just coming together and offering tips and tricks and resources. Uh, resources and ideas. And, and I think you have helped catapult that within the program. So thank you so much. That's kudos. So kind. Yeah, no, just truthful. <laughs> I would just echo um, that as well. And I, I think the biggest benefit I've received out of the whole program trainer included is, um, really the networking, the, um, I have a quote in one of my presentations that I share with everybody about certification and, and it says, it's not where you go, it's who you meet along the way. And some of my closest friends, which I, I call them my friends, um, live across the world or the country because of this program. And I would have never been connected with them had I not gone through it. Um, and there's some of my first points of contact when I'm like, oh, I don't know the answer to this question. Um, you know, I can kind of brainstorm with them to help solve a, a problem or something. So I think really that's probably the biggest benefit that I've gained from this <laughs> program altogether. Um, well, and then just to kind of piggyback off of what you guys were saying, I, I really feel like um, as a, a trainer, you know, 
when we help other educators, we're really making the best use of our resources because unfortunately we don't have um, an instructional technologist in every single school in our district. And so it's really helpful to other teachers to be a resource for them and um, to really be somebody that they can go to in the building to have their questions answered and um, you know to have a solution to challenges that they're facing. Yeah, I mean, thank you too so much for sharing. So nice to hear. Yeah, you've made an impact and the, and the program is just <laughs> top notch, top notch. Yeah, I'm just I feel really lucky that to have trainers like yourselves in there, because I think that really that is the reason why the program is so great, because other educators see that, you know, like what Holly was saying, oh, they have friends that they've never even met, but they're willing to jump at the first question that you have to help you out. So, yeah, kudos to you guys for reals. I'm really not just saying that. I think you guys make the program and thank you. Awesome. Anything else for May? I'm just so excited you agreed to come on the show because we this is our second time actually asking May to join us. And so I'm delighted that you agreed As, in terms of um, the Google for Education program. Um, and you being a, the manager of such program, it's it's nice to have someone who is approachable. Um, you know, you have answered all of our emails, whether we were just asking you a question or to be on the show, you weren't. So I would encourage anybody who has a question, you know, here, flood May's mailbox. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no. Just kidding about that. But, yeah. but you, know, you, that is something that has changed with the program over the years where you are very approachable and you are just a delight to work with. So thank you for Aww. being here today. Yeah, no, thank you so much. I'm so glad that this timing worked out. And I love your guys' podcast, all the work that everyone's doing here. Um, Holly, Jessica, so nice to meet you. Um, yeah, I hope to connect more later, too. Absolutely. May, thank you so much for taking the time to join us. And uh, Thank you. We hope to connect <laughs> again real soon. Okay, talk to you later. Bye. Okay, bye-bye. Be our guest. Join in our conversation on a future episode and share your favorite resources, strategies, and even student projects. You're not in Savannah? No problem. We're just a phone call away. Complete the online form to be our guest on www.somethingtotechabout.com. So, ladies, continuing. So, what so, got you started, Dana? <laughs> how is it? Who got me started? The two wonderful ladies on this podcast inspired me to get started with um, Google for ed um, my Google certification. Sorry. So I um, when I was introduced to Google, I liked it and I was leaving Microsoft alone a little bit. And then when no, I met <laughs> when I met Angie and Drew. Um, they encouraged me. And when I started my certification, it was like, no looking back. I'm like, I'm a Google girl all the way. <laughs> um, that's it. When I did my first certification, I was like, that's it. Google everything. I'm in. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, that's how I got started. So Dana, tell us a little bit about, um, who you are and what you do at the moment. Oh, sorry. We got to introduce okay. myself. I'm um, a 15 plus year educator with a really good, fo hard focus in math. Um, but currently, my current position is a math coach here at School of Humanities, uh, Juliet Lowe, um, where I coach some amazing educators. 
Wonderful. Teaching math Thank with you. computers. <laughs> Thank you for sharing. All right. How about Jessica? Are you uh, ready to tell us a little bit about yourself and what got you started? Um, so I am the business education uh, teacher at SRF Garrison School for the Arts, and I'm the admissions coordinator there. Um, I actually, my Google journey started um, with Angie and Drew, because oh, cool. um, anytime I um, had a question about um, a resource or what technology would be good in my class, I would contact Angie or Drew and I saw how helpful you two were to all the teachers on my staff. And I thought, gosh, I want to be a resource like that. I want to be like Angie and Drew. And so I got my Google um, educator level one certification and that went well. So I said, okay, let's step it up. I got my level two educator certification. And then I kind of stayed there for a while. Um, for about two years because I was completely intimidated by the thought of applying to be a trainer. But then one day I sat down and I looked at the trainer application and I realized I was actually kind of a Google trainer in my building. I just didn't have the certification to back that up. Mm -hmm. And I realized that I was doing exactly what I needed to do to apply and be granted that uh, credential. So I did that and I got my um, trainer certification. And then I turned my attention to Innovator. So I started thinking about my um, Innovator application. And somewhere along the way, Google announced they were going to do a certified coach program. The coaching, yeah. So, yeah. So I put the Innovator application to the side where it's still sitting and waiting <laughs> for me to finish soon. Um, but the coaching um, certification came along at a really great time because I started working on that. Um, at the very end of last school year into this summer. And the coaching certification really focuses on identifying a challenge for an educator and going through a five-step process to figure out what solutions we can come up with to meet that challenge, to make um, instruction more efficient, more effective for our teachers. And what a great time <laughs> to oh, God, help teachers yeah. with challenges, right? There's and just so, one or two. Um, now. Yeah, just a couple, <laughs> just a couple challenges we're facing. So I was able to go through um, the coaching certification and help some teachers in my building with some challenges they were having with technology, submitted my application. And, um, and I, I guess a couple months ago now, um, I got my notification that I, um, I think I was the first certified coach in Georgia, which I was I super excited are. about yes. that. Yeah. So yeah, so that's the newest program, and I can't say enough good things about it, and I've really encouraged people to look into it. Well, I'm so excited for you, Jessica, because you and I started the coaching program on the same day, I think. We were texting one another, mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden, she's like, done. She finished. <laughs> she rocked and rolled it right, right out of the, what did you say, right out of the park or whatever. But yeah, so excited for you. I can't wait to talk, talk to you even more about that. Great. I'll, um, Jessica, thanks for sharing. We're going to move over to Holly. Um, introduce yourself and tell us what inspired you to become certified, Holly. So um, my name is Holly Sisk, and I'm actually serving as the director of the Instructional Support and Resources Center for the College of Education at Georgia Southern University. We have the state throw one on the Armstrong campus. And um, before that, I was a classroom teacher and media specialist for 15 years. Um, 
I have a, a long line of family uh, members that are educators, both my in-laws, my sister-in-law, my husband. Um, so I hear the daily struggles of, of teachers. Um, and at the time I started, actually, I just celebrated my four year um, anniversary of my level one certification. Um, it was December 2016. Um, when I started with that certification uh, back in 2016, Jeff Giddens um, and the principal at Bullitt County at the time kind of nudged me to go ahead and go through that process. And I was like, okay, sure. Um, and as I went through, I realized how much those tools can really help teachers be efficient, but also keep students engaged. Um, and it just kind of sparked my curiosity to continue. Um, so I immediately went into my level two. Um, I just was very intrinsically motivated to continue the process. And then I waited just a little bit, went for my trainer, um, got accepted as trainer. And then the next year, uh, I decided to take a leap of faith and I took the year off and I traveled the United States actually serving as a Google trainer. Um, and that was amazing experience. I had a, a great time um, seeing new cities, meeting new educators all over the U.S. Um, and, and kind of learning their struggles. And I think it was good that I took that time um, to, to listen and, and hear what they were going through because then that helped shape what um, I needed to focus on for Google Innovator. Uh, and I was actually uh, uh, in the 2018 Google Innovator class uh, at Venice Beach um, cohort. So I got to go to California uh, for a week, and that was great. Um, and, and it was weird timing, too, because I had just started my position at Georgia Southern, and I thought, there's no way Georgia <laughs> Southern is going to let me off for a week to go to Venice Beach. But they were super they supportive, even paid my airfare out there um, and, and really empowered me to continue with that process and, and bring that knowledge back to the university, which I've done. And, and I can't say enough about that program and the cohort and the friends that I've made along the way. Um, I think I'm going to speak and then Angie can speak. I am, uh, you know, I, I'm, I am retired after 32 years um, uh, in, in the education field and my last, I think, five years was spent as an instructional technology um, coach. And I was the new kid on the block. And I think um, I just felt like I needed to um, step up my game in comparison to my peers uh, who had been in the position a lot longer than I had. So one summer, I kind of sat down and worked through one and two. And then I don't think I let anybody know that I was going for trainer um, until after I got the notification <laughs> that I made it. So um, it, it is, it's a scary process. Um, sure. You know, the, the video and, and, and all of that and, and hope and the hope of having, to meet all the requirements after you get in um, or get accepted as trainer. So, uh, so that's just kind of mine. I, I just felt new kid on the block needed to step my own game up. So I just kind of took it upon myself to um, 
get going. And I don't know how people can stop at one. It's like, okay, I've done one. I've got to do number two. <laughs> and then it just seems to snowball after that. It's like the domino effect, you know, just let's just keep going, keep going. Um, so yeah, I, I did stop at trainer. Often thought about innovator, but wasn't really to that point yet. So um, that's my train, my certification story. I don't think it's done though. I think there's still more for you. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> um, and I just did it because Drew did. <laughs> no, really, but it's a similar story. You start with number, you start with the level one because you're, you're, you're kind of googly and you like the things and you're like, oh, I could learn more. And then as you start going through the process, you're like, oh, I'm learning so much going through the process. Even if I don't get certified, I've learned so much just by going through all of the modules. And then, yes, just going on to level two. Once you finish level one, there's no reason not to keep going because you're kind of in the groove. Your mindset is all googly. You've learned a ton. Now really apply it with level two and just keep going from there. And as far as trainer goes, I had it in my mind that I was going to be the first trainer of a certain cohort. I just, I set a deadline for myself. It's kind of how Drew and I operate. We set deadlines, we put things on calendars. And I said, I'm going to be the first one of the January cohort in some recent year. I don't remember which one. Um, and I was, so I was excited about that. Um, and I've just been using it so much ever since. I, Anytime someone asks me a question, how do you, the first thing I do is go to my Google set of resources in the archive and nine times out of 10, I'll find something in there that is relatively easy to activate and it's already part of the Google suite. So I'm loving it. <laughs> <laughs> Request a sticker. You want to deck out your laptop and show support at the same time? We have stickers. Complete our I Need a Sticker online form at www.somethingtotechaboutttoday and stickers will arrive in your mailbox via the postal system soon. You know, when we talked with May earlier, she talked about, you know, some benefits of being the trainer. But I think there's also particular specific benefits um, for each level of certification, too. So let's kind of talk on that point, um, whether it's professionally, instructionally, um, the benefits or how has it helped you help others or helped you in your own game. Um, so, you know, feel free to speak on, on that. Um, you start anybody... like by level one. Sure. Just start on one. Who would like to speak on that first? I'll go. Okay. So, <laughs> since I've gotten my Google certifications, this is just like, it's been amazing. Like I'm always willing, I'm ready to help. I feel like I have the, the, um, the knowledge and the equipment to help a teacher when they have an issue or they're like, especially um, in the situation that we're in now where there's a question like, well, how do I do this? So I'm always reaching in my bag of Googleness to see if we can figure it out and, and make it work. Um, so it, it helps me tremendously as a coach. Um, trying, I try to, I do everything in Google even personally. 
um, getting people on board. If, if it's from making a gift list to um, <laughs> just how to display something I'm like, oh, let me put it in a presentation and I share it with you and you can use it from there. So it, the benefits are endless to level one and two. And I'm just level two. So looking at coach. So it's, it's great. Have to agree with you. <laughs> Thank I'll you, have- Dana. And just level two is a big thing. So just don't put yourself down. (laughs) That's a big accomplishment in itself for sure. And maybe even Dana, say, could you share like, how often do you find yourself mentioning to teachers that you coach, you know, in in terms of encouraging them to even start on their Google journey? Because I know know the, the teachers you work with and they are definitely open and receptive. But how often do you find yourself saying, hey, you should probably. <laughs> All the time. They're, they're like, I'm scared of Google. or I'm scared of Drive. or I'm scared of this. I'm like, just try it. You can't mess it up. Like, what if the most, we'll, we'll go to revision history and we'll change it. Let's go. Just try it. <laughs> it's all the time. I've encouraged them. I'm like, if you don't, I don't know what to do. Have you looked into trying level one certification you'll learn a lot just yeah. by trying to go over your level one certification and and some people start and they're like I did learn a lot even if they don't take the test they, right. they'll look at it and say I learned a lot oh I didn't know I could do this and numerous people have looked just looked at the material for level level one and even level two and though they didn't take the test they they've learned a lot about Google so I do it all the time I had a feeling <laughs> Yeah, if I could piggyback off what she said, um, what I call her is a change agent. And so um, Mm -hmm. we actually at Georgia Southern, the year before I started working here, I I was volunteering with our MIT program and working with those uh, cohort of students to actually become level one certified. and it kind of, the program kind of grew from that. Um, so that cohort then went and got their level two. And every year since then, since I've started working here, we've worked with our, our classes to get uh, at least level one certified by the time they graduate. Um, and then some of them level two. Um, and over, I don't know, we, oh gosh, we've been doing this since 2017. I think we have a little over 200 uh, students and, and faculty that are uh, level one or two certified. Um, and that's really nice. important because a lot of our student teachers or teachers that we place are in Google for Education districts in our regional area of our, our 17 school districts. And so um, they need to know those skills when they go out um, and they feel much more confident in an interview um, because they have that certification, but also the principals I talk to when I go into schools want those teachers that have that credential because they know that those teachers are going to use those tools um, to engage students and not as a, a babysitting tool. They want right. the teachers to use it um, appropriately and they have confidence that since that teacher has that credential, they're a good hire. Um, right. And so our our educators um, and student teachers that are leaving uh, Georgia Southern feel much more confident now um, going through the process um, and learning just through doing the online coursework and taking the exam. Um, and they feel much more confident in the classroom, especially now with re- a lot of remote learning going on. Oh, that's great. I didn't know that that was happening. So, but I, I have heard of so many um, 
administrators looking for um, Google certified. I mean, I think that's become um, one of those, not necessarily a requirement, but a highly touted skill <laughs> yeah, that they're looking that. Yeah. for. Yeah, and I think you really hit on something, um, Holly, by saying that the, the teachers, they're, they're ready, they're ready to use it effectively, and the, the technology then is not a babysitter, or it's not just a, it's back to that consumer versus producer part. You know the students are going to be using technology to learn and to produce something and be creative and incorporate those four Cs. Um, it's, a, it's, a, it's definitely, a, it's a deal breaker in terms of just using the software versus producing with the software, so. Yeah, I agree. And I think sometimes there are teachers who really do use Google a lot. Uh, they use it in their instruction. They're pretty proficient with it. But sometimes the thought of taking a certification test is scary. But I just I really try to encourage teachers that you have absolutely nothing to lose except three hours and ten dollars if you try <laughs> that level one test um, and you don't um, pass it the first time, you can take it again. And it gives you feedback about some things that you might want to look at. So it's always worth a try, always worth trying the certification test. Indeed. So Jess, have you have you spoken about how coaching has um, a benefits of becoming a certified coach? Have you already spoken on that or? No, I haven't yet. Um, the coaching program is really, it's so exciting because um, I think that as a trainer, a lot of times we do um, a lot of the things that you learn in the coaching program, but it gives you a very step-by-step, um, -step, very methodical way to help teachers um, use technology to um, overcome challenges. And so that, that to me was the thing that really stood out about the coaching program. Uh, certification is it gives you the opportunity to take a problem and just go step by step, collect data, um, observe teachers and see how they're using technology and how you might have suggestions to help them use it a little more effectively. Or you might know a tool that um, they never even dreamed of that could help them with some of the instructional challenges that they're facing. Very good. Yeah, I looked at that coach's um, certification and it, it it is intense. It is very um, intense and detailed, um, which is not a bad thing. No, not at all. It's on my to-do list. <laughs> <laughs> Connect with us on your favorite social media channel. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at sttechabout. All right, ladies. So um, kind of to wrap it up, what's maybe come up with one encouragement for our listeners, um, one punch <laughs> to get them to maybe go ahead and take the leap, take the whether it's for level one or going for level two or whatever, you know, whatever certifications they're looking for, maybe one, one, something you can offer. I was just going to say, um, I think hearing about the coaching program sounds very similar to the innovator program in that when once you get to the academy, um, you are going through the design thinking process. But I think most importantly, I've learned um, the piece of empathy um, as, as you go through design thinking. I've learned how to become a better listener. And so 
I think that is so important right now, especially as our teachers are facing so many challenges, because not only as an innovator, are you expected to think outside of the box to help them solve that educational problem, um, but you, you're really expected to listen. And um, when you get to the academy and you're part of that cohort, um, we had 38 people and instantaneously your family and friends. Um, we, we actually made it like a real world experience and all rented one big house. Um, oh <laughs> yeah, there was no sleep, no sleep. <laughs> but um, so literally we were living together uh, for a week. But um, but so again, like I said, those are some of the first people I will call on. Um, if I know that there's a, a problem here, maybe at, at Georgia Southern or, or in states where at a local school, um, you know, I'll call them and say, help, help me brainstorm this, you know, um, and, and here's here's that piece that we're trying to work through. And I, I think of anything, um, the relationships you build through this process, no matter what level it is, um, is tenfold of, of what you'll get out of it. Um, I can't speak highly enough. It, it's funny that May said it was a hobby of hers. People laugh at me because my things I, I, I write down that I like to do learn about Google and <laughs> how I can help educators. I really spend my free time like watching tutorials because it's just something that really interests me and um, keeps me motivated to stay relevant and current. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah, I, I think that's probably the biggest piece. Take the leap, try it. And, and then my other piece of advice, if you're looking to go for innovator, before you submit your application, share it with a couple of other innovators that you know and let them take yeah. a look. There's a reason they're an innovator. They already think like an innovator. Um, and I think that's probably why I got accepted the first go around. Most people don't get accepted as an innovator the first go around. But somebody told me, share it with a couple of innovators, let them take a look and critique you and then take that criticism and apply it, um, you know, and, and change it up and, and make your application the best that it can be. And that's really putting the design process to work immediately, too. Yes. Great tips. Thank Thanks you. for sharing. Well, um, I just have to say that I'm making a to-do list. And number one is send Holly my innovator materials for review. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so I'm definitely going to take, take that nugget of advice. Um, but I, I completely agree with what Holly said about, you know, it's about the connections that you make, the relationships that you form with your students and with other educators. And the first time that you have a student come to you and they ask you how to do something and you show them and you show them some cool things and they say, oh, that's awesome. Or you help a colleague who is struggling to automate assessment or they're having some type of challenge and you show them something that's going to make their life easier and help them be more effective for their students. Or my favorite, when a student comes to me and says, hey, Miss Horton, I went home and I showed my mom how to use um, Google Sheets to make a pie chart. And you realize that you have not only impacted that student, you have made a difference in their family's wow. life. Or their yeah. parents life. When you have those moments, it's all worth it. Everything that, that you did to get certified, so worth it. And um, when I have those moments, it makes me really proud and it makes me just it makes me feel great that I have embarked on a Google journey and that what I've done 
and getting my certifications has impacted other people in a positive way. Very strong. Wow. Mm. Because we don't always know where our our impact begins and ends. And we definitely don't know where it ends for sure. Thank you for sharing that. That's a good reminder. (laughs) Absolutely. Dana? I think my biggest thing is you have so much to gain. Nothing to lose is so much to gain with being level one, level two, innovator, anything for Google. Like you have so much to learn. And this is going to do nothing but benefit you and help you in your journey, even if it's not in education, um, for your business or anything that you're doing, Google is, is, is going to help. So I say do it and let's learn it. And, you know, it's like, I think, <laughs> like um, Jessica said, I think the best moments is when I help a teacher or I show a teacher something. I was like, I can do that? Yeah. You just, you just shaved like 10 minutes off of everything. Like, yes, yes, I did. And don't we all need more time? <laughs> yeah, the efficiency like, part really yeah. plays a big, yes. big, yeah, definitely. Like, that's all I have to, I, I love the, that's it? That's all I have to do? Like, yes, that's it. I think that's the biggest benefit when I help someone and they say, that's, that's it? Mm-hmm, that's it. It's like pressing yeah. the easy button sometimes. Uh-huh. <laughs> the big red easy button. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Right, right? Oh, awesome. Holly's holding hers up. She's got one on her That's fabulous. If you're listening and you're thinking and you're like, they're talking this Google stuff and I don't try it. Yeah, just try it. Like Jessica said, it's $10 and two and a half, maybe three hours of your time, but you learn so much. So much. Yeah, I think that I, I have to agree. I think it was the entire process. Um, yes, the communicate, the um, collaboration, and everything afterwards. But I think the process itself, and I think Angie spoke on this, the process itself just gave me so much more confidence in myself, in my abilities, um, and my tool bag uh, that really made me want to go for more. So I mean, and even and yes. If you go through the modules on the Google for Education site, you don't necessarily have to be, you know, become certified, excuse me, but why not? If you're going to go learn that stuff, why not get your badge of honor and become certified? Um, Because it's a great process to go through as well. So micro credentials are just as important as degrees because the degree is so far along ago, right? For many of us, we've got to keep that learning going. So I'm a big fan of the micro-credential. I, that's what I'm calling the Google Education Group and, and Program. I, I I do. I like the badges. Just from my perspective, there's something to be said about putting like a stamp of accomplishment on something, too. Like, okay, I did that. Now what? <laughs> you know? mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Does anybody have anything else to say before we close out? This has been great. This is the first time we've done a panel, and I think it went yes. pretty well. Thank you for being on our first panel discussion. Zach was not excited about it. He'll 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 cut that part out. <laughs> it was an honor. Thank you. Oh, thank you, Dana. Yeah, thanks for having us and um and letting us share just how awesome this program is. And um, please reach out if you have questions. I'm happy to help. Um, Jessica, I'm happy to look at your application. (laughs) The hardest part is the character limit. (laughs) 
<laughs> Absolutely. And I think we have um, all your information. And, and then Holly, if you will put some information for your contact as well. Um, sure. And I'm on our blog post on um, Twitter as well. So just reach sure. out to HGSISC on Twitter. Um, I'm happy to to respond back there as well. Yeah, we'll we'll put yes. it we'll put it in the blog post. Yeah. So for our listeners, if you'd like to get in touch with Dana or or Holly or Jessica, of course Drew and I, um, we'll have a little summary on our blog post, and you can connect with these educators. And like I said to May, fill their inboxes. They this is the kind of stuff we really enjoy is connecting with others and and helping them get what they need out of Google for Education. Well, thank you everyone for joining us and giving us something, something to, to talk about. <laughs> wow, do we have something to talk about? Where every episode focuses on ways students create digital evidence of active learning. As a Google for Education district, students and educators alike have free, unlimited access to apps that support creativity, collaboration, communication, and critical thinking, all elements of 21st century active learning. We are Google for Education certified trainers, Drew and Angie with something, something to, to tech about. about.